Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. I have my uh, co-host with me here. We got uh, uh, Brody McIntyre. Brody, how's it going? It's going great, buddy. Just, uh, well, not really great. I'm watching New Orleans News. But other than that, I don't really let that bother me so much. So yeah. Life's pretty good. Headed to Calgary to watch the little guy play hockey. So, yeah. Be yeah a good weekend. Got, How are you? you, got, you got, hey, and you guys got a tough weekend ahead of you. I know. I can't wait to be oh, games. Three games yeah. in a row against some pretty good competition, yeah. man. Yeah, That's should be bug. fun to watch because I haven't yeah, watched very right? good games in a while. Right? Well, yeah, yeah you've been playing be MLAC. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't very enjoyable for no. sure. I felt bad for him. And that's Como's kid, who too was in that. I felt bad for that guy. Yeah, that's uh, a friend of the friend and a friend of the pod and Curtis Como. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm uh, just um, for myself, just kind of doing my thing and just on days off. But I was, uh, yeah, just at minor hockey last Monday, Tuesday, uh, watching Alia play. He's obviously with MLAC. So just, uh, and then he's got a, ca- a tournament in Camaros uh, this weekend. So, be cheering him on, but uh, we got our other co-host there. You heard him there, uh, Clay Vanderham. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is is dandy, but I'm I'm trying to navigate my way through U18 hockey again. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't remember the kids being as big as they are, and and I mean the speed of the game, and <laughs> like, thankfully, I've got a contacts and and with the closer sending me some drills and and oh it's just like yeah it's it's a it's an awakening we so <laughs> let me tell you this story about our first game yeah so the first game Collingwood Arena we play KC I'm looking because on the hockey Edmonton website you can click on a player and it'll show where they played last year mm-hmm. so I, I I just went down their roster first of all it started off outside of our dressing room these kids are warming up well, the men, they're young men. They're warming up, and I'm looking, I'm, and, like, they're in shorts, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, look at the legs. <laughs> and then, so, Collingwood's a twin arena. I'm think, I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I wonder if maybe, it's got to be men's league. Well, men's league, why are you warming up like that? And, yeah, they're, like, they're legit right in front of our dressing room. And I'm like, so I'm looking, and I'm like, God, yeah, like, these guys are in pretty good shape for men's league. Turn around, they got Casey fucking shorts and I'm like oh shit oh shit <laughs> so I'm like this is my first game back I haven't coached U18 for 10 15 years but I'm like oh boy and then to add you, you got a kid you got a 15 year old kid playing against these guys and you're like oh so we get game gets going first shift their goalie cuts his wrist thankfully it was oh. not yeah it was nothing major it was they glued it back together he was fine it looked worse than it was, but game goes on, game goes on. You know, by the end of the game, it, we were competitive, but, you know, it, it's just, it brings you back to, like, holy. And then, like, our kids are just so big right now, like, and fast and skilled. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> end of the, like, end of the first period, Jace is like, Dad, I'm really nervous, really nervous. I'm like, dude. That makes two of us. Let's get out there. I guarantee you the game will slow down, you know. So we got out of it. It was good. I mean, unfortunately, we did lose a kid to the to the cut, and then we had a broken collarbone as well. But anyway, it's just a – yeah, it's crazy. 
That's that's been How my that my month. Uh, he he was an affiliate, unfortunately. Too, he'll probably oh. be out till New Year. I would say probably oh, three three months. But, yeah, but he is this kid's resilient, so I don't know. He he might be back sooner. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be uh, yeah. It's uh, definitely U eighteen is no joke, boys. I'm telling you, it doesn't <laughs> like, seem like it. Doesn't seem like it at all. So. Um, yeah, it seems like it, it's a lot of fun though, but yeah, it's no joke. It's no slouch in the park. Right. So just like good hockey. Yeah. Um, you know, what's catching on for U18 is U18, uh, no hit. I heard it's actually quite like really good. There's lots of players that just, just want to go play basically a good level of hockey without you. You want to watch, you want to watch good hockey, go to U18 tier one Edmonton. And non-body contact, sorry, non-body contact, yeah. tier one. Man, there are some skilled players. <laughs> yeah, and they can show it off there. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, interesting times for sure um, in that. So, uh, you know, Broads, how's your kids doing in uh, both? Uh, good, both little guys doing well. He's had a good start to the season. Uh, older boy is uh, getting used to the realities of big boy hockey, of healthy scratches and... Oh really? That kind of so it's uh, I told him just be grateful, man. You're now, a Jarrah. That's pretty cool. Is he calling home, telling you, and, and are you having to talk him through some stuff? Or yeah, of course. Yeah, get, I don't want to get personal. No, it's good, man. It's yeah. uh, he, he played a bunch at the start, and then he got hurt, and then uh, they're now so he was out for a bit. Then the healthy scratched him. They went on a bit of a heater here. They won three in a row. So. I'm like, dude, they're not going to, that's hockey one-on-one or sports one-on-one. They're not changing the lineup. You're up yeah, three yeah. Meter, pal. Sorry. Wait it out. So. Oh, that's so neat. That's. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I'm happy for them. That's good. Yeah, they do follow. You'll get back in turns. Don't worry, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's, that's what I said. I said, you're on about step two of a thousand. So relax. It's not even November yet. It's going to be a hell of a lot more ups and downs coming your way. You're just, get, you're just like getting it. warmed up. Yeah. He looked like he was having some fun in that picture you guys you Oh yeah, he's the, he's loving it other the, than just nobody the, likes being healthy scratch. No, but no, but no. it comes with the territory. That's yeah. good. Competitive. Was that a road yeah. trip they were on, uh, Broads? That picture you shared in your story? They went you that one was just the other day, you know. They uh I was at home. But think of this road trip. I don't know how many uh, say two, three weeks ago. They drove from Wenatchee to Prince George. <laughs> think how bloody far that is. Oof. Then they stayed Stayed there. They played the next day. Uh, after that, they hopped on a bus. No, they played there the two days in a row. Then they hopped on a bus after the game and drove to where's Carey Price from? Williams, uh, Williams Lake. Williams Lake. They stayed there, wherever the heck that is. Then they got up in the morning, drove the rest of the way to Kamloops or Kelowna. Kamloops, I think it was. Played there and then hopped on the bus and drove home. All in like since they didn't Thursday even go to Kelowna yet. They went to Kelowna. Yeah, it was Kamloops. Oh, okay. They were, in, yeah. they were in Kelowna right out, right out of the gates. But I'm yeah. like, that is a lot of riding on the bus. That's a long ways. But it's a like, cool adventure, man. He'll look back. If it ended today, he'll look back when he's 15 saying, right? God, that was cool. Yeah. It's a lot. But, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet for sure. So Our NHL news and notes segment is brought to you by Sheena Boychuk. Yes, you heard that last name right. That's Sheena Boychuk. As a licensed realtor, Sheena has you covered to buy and sell your home in this hot market. 
She also offers home consulting services to help you upgrade your living space. Check her website out at SheenaBoychuk.com and tell her the Two Mods podcast sent you. Realty by Design, your design approach to real estate. We'd like to thank Sheena for jumping on. This is a new sponsor for us. We're very excited to have her join us here on this Two Mods podcast journey. And what's not sweet is uh looks like the Rangers just scored again as we record this during the uh, Tell me it was the Benajet. No, it was uh Yeah, nobody. No, it wasn't. Uh, it <laughs> looks like it's going looks like it's going for a review right now. It might have been kicked in. Um I can't remember the guy's name here. He's a rookie. Uh number fifty here. Hey, if you pick both Alberta teams to get shut out tonight, you are a rich man. You are <laughs> Yeah, um, that guy's a big boy, number fifty. Holy man! Yeah, God. yeah, he's had a he's had some. I'm trying to get his last name here, but I can't see it. On uh, child, is it child? Yeah. Kyle or Q C U Y L L E? Cule. Let's say it's Cule. That looks like I don't know if you're going to count that. We'll see. But uh, as we do this live, but um, yeah, <laughs> maybe Shane Pinto bet on the team Alberta teams can. Ooh. What's the scoop on that? Does anybody know? Um, yeah, just the word tonight um, that uh, I, I believe even Insider Trading reported it too, but it uh, looks like his buddy uh, was running his account and bet on something he should have been betting on. Uh, he, had, he had trusted uh, a friend with uh, his online betting That's, account. See, listen, Why I'm telling you, you right now. Here is my... Sorry, Brody, I interrupted you. That's but okay. Here is my theory. If... Because I, I I bet a lot. I don't bet big, but I bet prop bets and stuff like that. And some of them are like over two and a half goals so or over two and a half shots. Like there was a player the other night. He had two shots in the first period, one goal. And I'm like, why would you not keep shooting go for a trick? All of a sudden, I look at the stat line of the box score at the end of the game, and he still had, he had two shots the whole game. He got them all in the first period. And I'm like... <laughs> If I'm, because with that bet, you can bet yes or no. Mm-hmm. And sometimes no or yes, maybe more or less, whatever. But like, what if, what if he got his buddy to put 20 grand on him? Because it was like a 2.25 bet. So like, what if he got his buddy to put 20 grand on there, get your two shots in early, and then that's it. The thing is, he doesn't have a contract right now, right? He was an RFA, so he's on. Chain Pinto was unsigned, so uh, so he wasn't in negotiations. He was in negotiations, and then about two weeks ago, um, so I was with. Uh, so the story I got is I was uh, earlier this afternoon. I was with Ron McLean and Bob Stoffer, and no big drop. Yeah, no big some name drops, um, and obviously there you cannot bet in the facility that you currently get paid for. So if you're an Edmonton Oilers, you can't bet anything inside Rogers place. So that was, that's a rule. And obviously you can't bet on NHL games. And obviously the NHL came out and said that he never bet on anything in the NHL. So then Jeff O'Neill came out today and he, what he had spoke about and on insider trading is that tomorrow Shane Pinto should stand in front of a microphone with his buddy that, did the bet and they both that guy so, like sits on the sword and says you know 
instead of but Shane Pinto took full responsibility in his statement that you know this is so you're telling me his story is that my buddy used used my account yeah. and bet on stuff yeah <laughs> that, that is was, such that was bullshit it was reported on yeah, account yeah, it was reported on Insider Trading. That's that's what Darren Drager reported. So that's harsh. There's yeah. no way that's a true story. Well, there's it's gonna come out more more of it, or might not, because they say batting is you know I don't know whatever if it's okay. Then, I know then the NA, yeah, could be in hypocrites. Yeah, so he had but, he was in negotiations for contract, and then the NHL got tipped off because he got red flagged in like a federal, like it was in us. Like he's a, I think he's from New York, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, what a, they said is, I think it was, he was betting. I think he was in New Jersey and betting or something, something to the lines of, he was in an area that he got, he, I think he was in New Jersey and he couldn't, he was betting in New York or something. I can't remember. Yeah, he got, yeah, he, it was pretty much, he was, he got red flagged and then they showed the name and it got back. And then that, like those authorities contacted the NHL, then the NHL contact the Ottawa senators and then Pierre Pierre Dorian kept it quiet and they didn't leak it out. So the insiders like Elliot Friedman did his hit earlier um, on, uh, on his podcast he just said that he was tipped off about something about a week ago, but he didn't have enough evidence to go public with it as all the other insiders were. And then I believe Elliot also said too, once they were kind of catching on to something, the Ottawa senators and the NHL asked for everyone to kind of just not say nothing and let the investigation play out. So in history, he's the first NHL player to be suspended. Now the, the reason why he's not going to appeal is because the NHLPA was a part of the 41-game suspension. So they worked with the NHL to come up with the number. 41 game? Like, come on. So, That's a uh, lot. It is. It is a lot. And the Ottawa Senators are the first NHL team to have a betting logo on their helmets. So if you, anyone watches well, their games. Oh, okay, wow. rewind, <laughs> rewind the tape. Yeah. Hypocrites. Yeah. Quit allowing. Betting is... Like there's kids betting apps where they get fake money. Mm-hmm. If they, I think like, the Oilers it, at home, I think they have Play Alberta on their helmets. Yeah, and then they, yeah, the Senators had Bet ninety nine on their helmets, and that was the first NHL team to you know every everyone knows. Come on, man! Play. Like Pinto's a scapegoat right now. Yeah, so, I think like, forty one games for gambling. Come on, you guys! So Wait, this is P Rose talk. Yeah. He'll sign his qualifying offer for around eight hundred thousand dollars, and you know he was scheduled to, you know, and he was asking for like two point two five to you know three million dollars. Yeah, the, I mean, the only thing is, is he's he's going to come back and play in the NHL. Yeah. The and only shitty part more. is, yeah. is it it not only did it cost him? I hope he won the bet because it's <laughs> it probably it cost him like a million and a half, two million dollars. It did, yeah. So. Anyways, it's retroactive back to the first game of the year. So he'll be able to play a game 42 for the Ottawa Senators and he'll accept the qualifying offer and play. So, And I hope it's at home or anywhere. And I hope to give him a standing ovation because it's, it's ludicrous. Yeah. It's, is it, doesn't, am I, am I wrong? Like, doesn't, well, it doesn't make sense, man. Even like hanging. Yeah, but no, but the NHL, the NHL uh, advertisers gambling sites. What every commercial, it's like gambling, 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 Can't and then you're gonna punish a guy sport. because. But, he... I also, but, uh, but also on insider trading tonight too, like 
you don't see like Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid aren't allowed to be in any of these commercials no more. If you guys noticed that this year, like, I, yeah, I read that. Yeah, they're like the yeah because this probably happened like this was like it, in Ontario though it was the Ontario. Uh, I can't like there was again. This is on Insider Trading, so a lot of this will be old news for people, some news for new people. But uh, yeah, Insider Trading had had a good. They, it was the full segment on it, and then I'm sure Elliot Friedman will put out a podcast tomorrow and have some more information. He had a 13 minute podcast on it today, and I'm sure he'll have more um, as the as the time goes. He's supposed to join us. I I don't know when, but over the next few days, he'll he'll be joining us uh, for his first hit of the. Of he the- has to have been gambling on hockey that's the only way yeah. you can... a, lot yeah, of people, yeah. a lot of people probably think that it, the nhl is probably staying faith in saying it didn't happen and now they're like no comment but like it looks bad if he was betting on hockey like it just at the end of for a lot of people this makes sense like even just you know i don't know it, it, like the only thing is it's he was like he was in an ottawa senator's facility not too long ago so but it sounds like he actually got flagged in the States for this though. Yeah. It was in the States. Yeah. It was something about New Jersey and New York. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it is what I really, like, it's probably not the last we heard of it. Maybe he'll come out and speak a little bit to, to more length at it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, well, it'll definitely be something to uh, keep an eye on. And, um, you know, it's not Go back to Clay's conspiracy theory, man. Yes. You're on to something there, Clay. You could easily hear an NHL player. Take right. more shots or less shots for easily stuff like that, or shots. yeah, like that's very doable. I always wondered, like, okay, we all know wrestling's fake, but wrestling's in bed with DraftKings. Like, how does that work? Like, we like we all know who's winning yeah. the match. So, like, how does I always? I don't think you you can't bet on WWE, Bosco. Well, I don't. I watch it. No, I don't bet. I, on it, trust me. I have. No, I have looked. I have looked because I'm a. Are you sure a, you are you sure you can't or no? Because they're part no, of No, I'm positive you can't. I've looked, man. Okay. Well you yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, but think I, about how much money DraftKings has. It's no big deal for them to throw whatever Vince McMahon wants them for oh. advertising. And uh stick taps to uh, our friends at Missing Curfew. They just signed a big deal with DraftKings network there. So uh great on that. They've been with DraftKings for a while. They have, yeah. They just signed something a little bit more. They just good. released that. So good on that. Obes for that. They're they're good guys. The odd time when they're on a uh, Instagram live, I'll pop in with our podcast account. They always be like two months. What's up, two months? So they know us from oh, uh, they do that from Fiddler. So, but uh, yeah, I know we got another big interview coming up, Mister Game Seven. Um, you know, Justin Williams, the eight. He's eight and one, seven goals and eight assists in Game Sevens. So talk about a Mister Clutch player. So that interview. Uh, We'll drop next week. We're going to record that on uh, Friday morning. So, um, are you guys joining with that? I know it's early. There's no way. It's hectic. Buddy, so 7 a.m. around my house. That day. Uh, are you really? You're going back? You're going to. Yeah, I'm leaving. Well, actually, I'll be there. I'm leaving Thursday. Yeah. So, I won't be there, Bosco. Sorry, pal. No, no worries, buddy. No worries at all. So, um, but yeah, no, looking forward to that. And uh, thanks to Mike Fuda for setting that up. But, all right, Mutz fans, listen up. So SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you buy tickets in the easiest way possible. So please, if you ever need to buy tickets to any event, NHL, NBA, NFL, CFL, 
MLB, or concert tickets, click the link in our description and use promo code TWOMUTSPOD to get 20% off your first purchase. That's TWOMUTSPOD to get 20% off your first purchase. SeatGeek is where it's at. I guess let's get to the uh, the big elephant in the room. We're here in Alberta. Let's start with uh, the uh, <laughs> let's start with the Edmonton Oilers, uh, sponsored by our our Oilers Report uh, by Shadified Salon and Barbershop. Uh, they got three locations. Um, let's uh, let's get your first thoughts, uh, Broads. I know you have some things you wanted to kind of say on this. We'll go to you first, but your thoughts on the play so far? There's a minute twenty five left. The Oilers are down three nothing. They're on the power play, um, and uh, they don't have pull- they had the pull goal earlier, but they didn't. Nurse just blocked the shot, but he's out on the power play here. But thoughts, uh, Broads, on what's happening here with the others? I have lots of thoughts. First of all, when I hear the radio and people talking, oh, it's the D system. Maybe they can't figure you, Bosco, before we get on it. Yeah. They're not. They can't figure it out. Oh, it's too hard. I'm like, these are NHL hockey players, and there's only so many systems. You're either going here or you want to see three feet over there. It's not – you can't tell me an NHL player, any of these systems are like, oh, my God, I can't figure this out. There's like a handful of systems, and they pick one, and they play it. They might adjust a wee bit, but I think it's an absolute horseshit excuse to say it's on the system and the players can't figure it out. I I'd say that's fair. I, you know, yeah. yeah, and that's not against you. That's against no, no, everybody. No, I, that. yeah. I think that's complete shit. I think they should, I don't know why Ekholm was playing. Why not let him early get back to 100%, right? Like, what's better having Ekholm at, I don't know what he's at, say 75% Yeah. for these first X amount of games or give him, I don't even know what he would need it. I have no idea, three, four games extra to kind of get back up near 100 at least. Like, he missed the first couple weeks. games, he looks like he couldn't even turn left. Yeah, he missed six weeks and... uh to start the year, right? Like from yeah, that's right. He could only miss the he only missed the one game, the game in Vancouver, but uh, you know, missed uh, six weeks, and and that was uh, you know, it's tough from the captain skates in preseason, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, finish your thoughts there. And the two biggest reasons why they're not winning, their D aren't good enough. They're still not good enough. Got Bouchard, the first line. Think about their right side. They've got Bouchard playing top line minutes, which obviously is not good. Mm-hmm. CC's a, a good five six fenceman, right? That's what he is. Yeah. And then what? I got a twenty six year old American League hockey player who had a cup of tea last year and we loved. Yeah, that's Day a Har- terrible insight. Yeah, DeHarnay is not an NHL defenseman at the end of the day. Like, no, uh, you know he's he looked good because he got to play against you know San Jose, Chicago, Anaheim towards the end of the year and. Those teams sell are already sold off all their players, right? So they were dressing weaker lineups too. Uh, Bouchard yeah. played over twenty minutes tonight again. Um, but yeah, so you look at that. There's your right side. It's not not good. Left side, you got an injured. Your best defenseman's injured. Nurse is doing well. He's and then a rookie in Broberg who's had his ups and downs. So like their back end is simply that's not a Stanley Cup defense. Yeah, we can talk about it all we want, but they're going to have to pick up. For sure, uh, it sounds terrible to say they're going to need a top pairing right defense. They want to be awesome. They're not going to get that, obviously, but they have no money. But that's what they need. And then they've had some rough goaltending. I don't think any of the goals today actually were on the goalie, but that combo of bad defense and 
below average goaltending is equals a shitty, shitty start. Yeah. That's my opinion. Those are my four things on the D yeah. on the Oilers. What it's about a lot. what about the forwards, Broads? They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. I, I don't like their well, I shouldn't say I don't like it's a fourth line. Like that's what it is in the NHL. It's watered down. Yeah. Cap. There's cap issues, so you have bit pieces on your fourth line. That's the way it works. I love and I love the third line, Fogel, McLeod, right? And, and uh, who am I missing? And uh, Holloway. Yeah. Fuck, they were buzzing, man. I love that line. And they, they weren't play tonight. Them. Not today, but I mean earlier in the first, I don't know what it was, three, four games, two, three games, they were the best line. It's like, play them, play them, play them. And then, no, they go back to the big boys all the time. I get that, but I would have played that third line a heck of a, a lot more. And play, they had some energy, right? They were pushing the pace. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't uh, play with like that line, too. No, I don't. What? Why? I, I, I don't know what this boner affair is with Holloway and McLeod. Like, where did this come from? These guys <laughs> I just are, like their line collectively. I, no, no, no. I know. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm just, you, you watch the Ranger. Tonight was the first game I was able to watch the whole season. Otherwise, I've been looking at highlights and stuff. And I watched the Rangers and <laughs> elude back to my whatever, at the beginning of the podcast when I was talking about heavy hockey. The Rangers were playing heavy hockey tonight, and against those guys, they were nowhere to be seen. And my my problem is there's, like, you've got Nuge, who's light, McLeod's light, and and Holloway. They're they're three of the same, are are they not? No? I would say Holloway's different than those two. He's Well, then play, he better... You, yeah. you better fucking play better. Yeah. yeah. I think he'll grow into a different player. I think right now he probably is just because he's got – doesn't have man strength yet. Yeah, but I he's, think a, he's, he's got a, a little boy, bigger. He's a kid. He yeah. looks like he could gain – I don't know, you're young, right? 10, 15 pounds of muscle still. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying. Though. That makes sense. They all are – McLeod doesn't hit, right? Ever. No. No, I mean, like, I, I could watch him skate forever. Yeah. And just sit in the stands and watch him. But, like, guys, like – we're we are light (laughs) and again i go back to what i was saying earlier it's heavy hockey if you can move the puck and skate and and like jesus big skill beats small skill all day long right well look at the last two teams that won the stanley cup right and even dating back to the Tampa bay lightning and their back-to-back cup run you know um pretty big you know, the smallest defenseman on three of those Stanley, like, like Colorado, Vegas, and um, Tampa Bay. Sam Gerard was the smallest defenseman yeah. in stature. And he got eliminated in the first. Like he got, he he, he broke his sternum from a hit against the St. Louis Blues. And he ain't, he's 5'11. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, yeah. To me, that's big, but I'm 5'9. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Florida had the smallest defense in the entire. Yeah, you're right. Entire playoffs last year. But yeah. they, you know what? You think about them, they just ran a super hot goalie, right? That's what they did. That's what they ran with, for sure. Yeah. And that, we've seen that happen, for sure. And then, yeah, it, that happens like, pretty much every year. It does. Yeah. But it, is this not a broken record for the Oilers? Like, yeah. here we are again, man. It's we're, we're one McDavid and Dry Settle injury away from picking first overall again. 
It's not That's good. Not I don't. Day. I don't know if they're gonna have, like San Jose is pretty bad, and our buddy Matt Benning's on that team, and they lost six. Wow. Tonight. Okay. But, but they're being facetious. Rebuild. Obviously, yeah. we're gonna turn it around because. That's yeah. what happens. Okay, but, but what, at what point do you have to stop saying it's early still? So yeah, I agree. I, I well, agree. It's, get, it's getting there. If they lose against, like, the thing is, in and Ron McLean said this, like, the best thing he said was, like, he said a lot of great things, but tonight when I was talking to him, he's like, okay, you lose McDavid for two weeks, that's four games. You should at least go two and two. So now they're 0-2. So what do they do in the next two? Do they e-break even? Do they beat... Calgary that's struggling mightily too. Um, you know, we'll get to the flames in a, in a bit here, but. Hey, I mean, you're lucky Vancouver's, I mean, you got, you're not catching back. So for those that. Vancouver's doing good though. I know, but Vancouver's four and two, LA's three and two, you know, the flame, like all of a sudden everybody picked the Pacific being the best division in hockey. Now it's the shittiest. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, eh? Did Seattle win? But maybe. I know they were up 2-1 last I saw. No, they lost overtime. Yeah. Maybe this is the piece of the puzzle, the resiliency, that factor that builds in, and the Oilers going to an absolute heater and win the cup, man. Pick up a D-man at the deadline. That's the other one. That, yeah. The Ducks look better. Or they fire the coach in, at the end of November. Uh, and I don't know. Fire the coach again. I don't know about that. Like he's got. They're gonna go on a heater at some. Listen, when Chicago did it, and I, I wasn't saying fire Woody. (laughs) So going back, although I'd be behind it, they are they are a bit of a slow starting team in a way. Like at least the first half of the season, they we know what they can do in the second half of the season. They do turn it on, but you know you've you've you lost all the ground that you thought you gained to win the division. Like unless Vegas soils the sheets, but Vegas is without Zach Whitecloud and Alex Petrangelo, so that's too. Well, you ain't catching straight. Vegas. No, you. Dude, we no. know. You know you're not now. Now they're they're gonna make it because Vancouver, the Pacific is shit. Yeah, Vancouver comes down <laughs> on the life. Like the Ducks pulled off a big upset win in Boston tonight. That was a pretty good. They were. I yeah, but the Toronto Ducks three one. I was like, that's a win. Toronto's really, ain't. No, so you're not worried about the Sharks, but you know it, you're you're looking at a wild card spot, and that's. You know, you get in, you get in. You're battling Calgary. Yeah, you're you you get in, you get in. But it's gonna Cal- be Vegas, Calgary, Vancouver, and LA. Yeah, but Calgary's probably two more wins, two more losses, three more losses away to that Noah Hannafin extension, not being an extension no more, to being like, Hey, we're probably gonna trade him now and oh, might not trade him. Crazy, eh? Yeah, like he's open to resigning, like Elliot Freeman's reported it, but also let's see if he's Goes like Jonathan Huberto looks like he's invisible. Nazem Kadri played good tonight, but just watching highlights, he's breaking his stick on the bench and and all that. But Nazem <laughs> Kadri hasn't scored a goal in his last twenty six games. Michael Backlund, friend of the pod, you know it's a it's tough to say it, but you know he hasn't scored a goal in his last uh, twenty games. So, um, you know you're struggling and you're getting shut out. And you know, like we said in the group chat, that's two backup goaltenders there, in Alberta. So, like, what is going it. on? There's got to be like, our so go back to go back to Edmonton. Like, we can, we we'll go to the Flames thing because it's on the record. Like, I don't know. Like, Nikita Zadorov's talking again, so he's pretty. You know, he's already come out once this year on his team, and he's come out another time earlier in stating the fact, supporting the uh, 
the Ukraine. Like he doesn't like he hasn't gone back to Russia. So you know you're gonna get the honesty with Zador if he's talking now. I got it on mute, so we'll see. Why? Because he supports Ukraine. So he he's Russian, obviously, but he said he doesn't speak to his family and he hasn't gone back to Russia in several years. So that means he's gonna tell the truth? No, he's just like we know you're in yeah, that yeah. situation. Like he's he like what he says he means. Like Everyone, what, what he said the other day about, well, there's no Daryl Sutter here no more. So what? There's no other fucking excuses. Like, yeah. <laughs> here. They're like, no one ever. Everyone thinks that, but to actually say it is a different story. So yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah. Their first four games, the Flames were two and one, and the last four, they're own own four. So uh, one goal for uh, three point five against power play zero percent penalty kill penalty kill. Still. Did the power play zero percent? Yeah, they got no. They haven't scored. <laughs> haven't scored. And you got Jonathan Huberto. Yeah. Oh my God. First year. That's terrible. And, uh, and Lindholm. But Lindholm's oh. a UFA, right? So, so you No, but you, how is your power play 0%? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. effort. That's, crazy. that's straight effort. Yeah. At least you'll get one. And that's Mark Savard running it. Pretty good hockey player in his career running yeah. that play, right? So he was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you would think the most offensive minded player on that coaching staff is him and it is you know ryan huska is a defensive coach so he's gonna kind of coach the defensive side just like now now i listen to the flames there but back to the edmonton i do think you're right i do think i know we're kind of going all over the place yeah whatever i do think like i agree the d is not good it's weird because it's like you know they like i and i said this in the last episode i said it to ron and bob today or the Edmonton Oilers were a better team in game six against Vegas than they were on opening night, regardless that Ekholm was in the lineup or not. So I guess you could say game two because Ekholm wasn't in the lineup opening night, so Woody was there opening night at home. So let's say game two of the season. They're not a better team then than they were now. Like, like you know, Connor Brown. We all love this Connor Brown signing. Seven games, zero I didn't. Games. You know, zero points. So, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know much about him. But yeah. He's going to take, if he was out a whole year, he's going to take some time to get back to right. what he is. Yeah. So you're going to give him a bit of a free pass. Evander Kane, twice now, and we and we said this with Mike Fuda, twice now, without being like, and it's not like a reporter asked him to go down this road. He questioned Jay Woodcroft twice this year. He didn't do that all last year. So the first time was, after the preseason was done, he was pissed off that he played five preseason games. You know, he didn't think at a 32-year-old veteran like him, how many NHL games, he should be playing five preseason games. He brought that up himself. Then Scott Oak on Saturday night, you know, asked him a question. <laughs> it was an easy layup question. I heard that live, too, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, did he just say <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. So, so that's probably why, remember when people were saying, yeah. Don't sign him long term. He may be being good right now. Maybe this is the real stage is welcome, right? So, you know, has that brought in, has that kind of seeped into the hey, Evander? You know, I hope not, Bosco. I really hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. But, but what kind of veterans in that locker room? Because I do think they lock veterans and leadership. Who in that locker room would correct that? Like you might not even get that chance to say that comment in a in a in a Scott Oak interview in a site right. interview. Right now, Bosco and I can't don't have an answer for you. We can't answer that. Yeah, I just there isn't somebody. That's no. that's actually really sad. Yeah, maybe Ekholm. You maybe. would think, you would think he maybe would Nurse. There. Yeah, I don't know. I would say Ekholm for sure because he's gone to a Cup final and you know you're like you would think he's a yeah, leader. You know, he, but he's been there. 
That's it. Never won it. I think it. I think you carry more clout when you win. For when sure. you win it, you and, lose, and you but... walk in. I mean, listen, Mister Kane. If if you want power play time, when you get your opportunity, and and we're talking about Turner waiting to get into the lineup, and and now he gets in. Now here's your opportunity. You got to make the yeah. most of it because there's ten other guys that want your job at yeah. the junior level. Here we are in the NHL level. Connor McDavid's out. Okay, Vander, we've adjusted our power play probably to make him a trigger man, I would think. And you go and take a fucking penalty where you try to lift the guy's stick, acting like you're a tough guy. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, know your just play, not know your role. I didn't. Brody mean that, said this but. years ago. Like, there's no. I don't know how to say this the right way because, like, the point is, McDavid goes out. And the way the cap is and who they have up, you you're playing whoever you have on their roster. So there's no like, oh, am I playing tonight or am I, am I not playing tonight? Like it's all those are the guys you have. And Brody, it, yeah. Brody brought this up years ago, last year, the year before, maybe not last year because the team was really good last year and, and whatnot. And they were pretty good. But in the past, you know, the, we've been doing this for about four years now. Um you know, but it, it, you've said this to numerous times, Brody, about, you know, there's when you know you're going to play every night, then there's no urgency to maybe look differently or. Where's this competition that we had in, in preseason? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. You're right. And I think the simplest way to say about Kane is you're going to bitch and moan that you haven't been on power play. You're not going to fight him. Play better. Yeah. yeah. Coach would love to put you Score on. when you're on the power play. Yeah, and don't take a penalty. And it was weird yeah. that he was bitching about his ice time when he was averaging almost 18 minutes. Like he was averaging like 17, I think it was like 17 minutes and you know something seconds. Like it was seems just, like a guy he gets yeah. complacent and yeah. comfortable, and then he, you know, a couple yeah. guys people like him and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden his shit don't stink. Yeah. Yeah. And you ain't you ain't 97, you ain't 29. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I, well, and I, hope you know, you're, I don't you're not 99, top. you're not 11. Back in the 80s, you're like, you know, you're number 10, Essa Tikkanen, or, or Randy Gregg, or you know <laughs> what I mean? Those learn your role, those role players, man. Charlie yeah. Huddy, who was just inducted to the Hall of Fame, yeah. you know, yeah. like know yeah, your yeah, role, buddy, right? And go do it awesome. And I don't yeah. get this love affair for Yanmark, first line right winger. Like that is get that either. That's that's and I don't if I'm like I know I'm. It, you know you're sitting there and you're Leon Dreisaitl. You know you're either one or two of the best. So who players. makes that call? Well, it's Jay Woodcroft because he loves him. He <laughs> hates him so much. Man. The Liam Reddick's effect. Remember that? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> so Yanmark only played thirteen twenty six tonight, but that's still I don't know. That's probably what. That's probably four more minutes than. You How much did Leon play? Uh, Leon played twenty one sixteen. Uh, Vander Kane played nineteen seventeen. Ekholm uh, nineteen twenty nine. Um, yeah, that's uh, Bouchard was the highest. Bouchard played the most uh, out of any defenseman, and Leon played the most out of any uh, any forward. So, what did Ekholm play? Ekholm was nineteen twenty nine ice time. He needs to be like twenty three, right? Yeah, right. Oh, he's still banged up. And yep. Vincent DeHarnay, 12 minutes, 44 seconds. So for a seventh okay. defenseman. That's a 5-6. Yeah. All the, yeah. 
They went eleven and seven, I assume. Yeah, and then Broberg yeah. Broberg played twelve minutes twenty three, and then cool. Why Why are they going eleven and seven, with Connor? Out of the that's line? all they. That's all they have. They don't all they have, have, man. That's they don't have any that's cap room. Cap have, no. Yeah, capped out. Yeah. They don't have any other forwards to uh, at, that's, up with them. So that's crazy, eh? The same NHL thing. team can't even ice an NHL roster. Oh, look, there are seven yeah. teams opening night. Seven teams opening night played uh, one player short because of salary. That's crazy, man. Out of 30 Let me guess teams. they're going to blame it on COVID. No, no. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Cap. Yeah, well, they would blame it on Because COVID. the cap went down. Never, never went up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, How about manage your cap better? You they do Same. that. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah, I don't know. You look at what Pat Verbeek's doing and Steve Eiserman, they're not in those situations. You know, listen, the Detroit Red Wings. I I have this um program like TV thing, whatever. And the Detroit Red Wings, I've watched a lot of their games. They are a good hockey team, boy. Really? Oh, they can move. Every time I watch highlights, I see Cider and I'm like, oh, that guy is so good. They so have another. Him, right? They got another kid on that team. Yeah, Simon Evanson's really good too. On the, yep, that's the name. Yeah, yeah, he's a big towering defenseman too. He's a left shot, and uh, and uh, more Siders a right shot. You know who's really good is um, number thirty four of Anaheim, uh, Nikov. It's not Shvetchnikov. It's like he is. He's he's better than when Fowler came into the league. Okay. Oh, wow, really? I'll That's get his name. You guys go. Defense mm-hmm. They never do that. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, know, we'll see what happens. Like this Mit Mitkinov. Mint Mint Wyckoff. Mint Wyckoff. Yeah, like this guy, Pavel. Oh. Yeah. Really? There we go. That's 19 years cool. old. Yeah. Yeah. Nurse is talking. He looks like he is. Yeah, he looks like he's defeat. Just like, huh? yeah. <laughs> guys, it looks like it's like game sixty-two, not game. Don't feel seven. sorry for Brody. <laughs> but yeah, uh, nine and a half million. You're right. I'll, I shouldn't. Yeah, nine point. They got they got cabins on Muskoka and yeah, they're okay. Kelowna, Okanagan. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, they so they need to get blasted. So when you're Stanley, when you're when you're Stanley Cup favorites by a lot of expert. reporters, people smarter than us, yes, and 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 you're and you come out of the gate wanting <laughs> whatever the hell we are, like come on, man. So are they lost in the NHL right now? No, 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 no. not even be. close. San Jose would be. They're you just keep there. rubbing it into Benning, eh? Keep mentioning <laughs> yeah. San Jose. Yeah. Fuck. I was chatting with him yesterday. He's in good mood. So, well, yeah, he's in San Jose. So, yeah. So the Oilers are in thirty-first place. Yeah, that's yeah. So Anaheim. Oh my God, yeah. they are dead. <laughs> Anaheim, <laughs> yeah, Chicago's right there too. But uh, the Oilers only have. Yeah, but those are teams that three points. <laughs> well, Calgary's right there too. Calgary only has the only thing with Calgary is Calgary just has that. Well, power, you uh, called power. it. Calgary's gonna. It's do or die here by what it what do they say American Thanksgiving? Is yeah, they usually say so it's but it's but, like but, they're but, gonna but, start but, triggering no Hannafin's going to Carolina or wherever he came from and Carolina's just licking their chops going, Yeah, we're getting them for dimes on the dollar. So at what point Noah Hannafin like, honestly, at what point 
are the Oilers and the Flames out of it? Like legit. If they lose I would, I would X say, amount in a row more, I would then say what? The then the season's over. Next three games for, for me, I would say. Really? If they lose three in a, three in a row more, they, they you don't think they can make the playoffs? Well, obviously, like, far, one, but... of them, one of them has to win on Sunday. They're playing each other, so someone's going to oh, okay. get something. Um, you know, and I don't even know who starts a net for for the Oilers. There, you're obviously going to. Go I think to... they're fine because they're in the Pacific. All right. Okay, well, I have a theory on goalies. You guys, want to hear this? Yes. Go yes. ahead. I think this. Wow, well, this sounds super cocky. I think NHL coaches are doing it backwards for teams that are. Middle of the road teams that are just trying to scrape into the playoffs and shitty teams, you should be playing your backup goalie against the best teams that you're not going to beat. And then your good goalie against teams that you actually have a chance on. So you can try to get some actual points. Why is that cocky? Well, I don't know. Nobody does it. You see them do it the opposite. Yes. And they're in the NHL. They're smarter than I am. But it makes way more sense. Like if you're. If you're, say, Calgary last year when they are just kind of hanging on and they're playing Arizona, why would you play your starter there? And then you have the Oilers the next night, play the backup against the Oilers. You're probably not going to win that anyways. Yeah. And you might be able to beat Arizona. I don't know why no, why more, more people don't do that. I don't get it. Am I wrong here? No, no. I don't think you're wrong no, at all. Buddy, I, I think we're all going to agree it. with this. That's a pretty good... I love it. I've never said this out loud or anything, but... This is like crossed my mind. Good, I like it. Maybe, you be, maybe you be careful. Going. You're going to take Schwartz's job. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe there will be a GM that listens and wants to get hire you. Uh, oh yeah. Roads. Out of the box. Have, think odd, <laughs> think about it though. People, odd executive that listens. So. Oh, that. Jesus. It yeah. makes logical sense. It yeah. yeah. Right. Why, why do you play, you know, in a meaningless game or whatever, not even a mean, if you're up a lot of goals in a game, why do you have, you, you start running a control practice, you play your good kids yeah. and just tell them to pass it when they're younger. But at this level, like, why not put them against where, because you know, you're going to get the best out of that that playoff team or non-playoff team, pardon me. 100%, yeah. You're going to get the best out of them because they want to prove themselves. They're professionals. And, and you know, maybe you catch a team on a night off, a top team or a playoff team on a night off. And and the to counter that, the, the backup goal is going to want to prove himself, right? 100%. They're all competitors. And if they lose, well, they're supposed to lose. So who cares? Now your start is good to go and you got two points in the bank from playing a shittier team. This public service announcement is brought to you by our friends at CDN. Here's a crazy thought. Not all team wear needs a team logo. Stand out in the crowd and rep your team colors with one of CDN's hockey hats. Listen, these hats are phenomenal. We just got ours a little while ago and we've been wearing them nonstop. You know when you find a hat you love and you just can't take it off? Yep, that's how we feel with our CDN hat. Every time we wear it out, we get asked, where did you get that hat? I know what you're thinking. How can I get one? Cue the details. Shop online 24-7 at www.wearecdn.ca and use the promo code 2MUTS for 15% off your order. Again, 
That's www.wearecdn.ca to get your new favorite hat and use the discount code 2MUTS at checkout for 15% off your order. Now back to the show. So the Leafs win tonight. We'll get to our Leaf report. So uh, 4-1 win. Uh, Joseph Wall. Now it was Joseph Wall last year. Now it's Joseph Wall. Um, he gets the start for the Leafs. He goes in. And uh, Scott Wedgwood, which was weird because the uh, the Stars have five days off now and they started their backup. So it's just that theme that you were just saying. Hey, like, yeah, Ottinger, right? Well, Ottinger, he would start every game and then they gave it to Wedgwood and they're at home. But... You know, it's uh, they just and Pete DeBoer said this morning that he thinks Ottinger's tired and it's only two weeks into the season. So, yeah, so they uh, they played good, though, like the Leafs played good in the first period. And then the Stars took it to him the last two periods but the Leafs held on and they only had five defensemen. Jake, Mc, Jake McCabe got hurt early on and I uh, didn't return. So we'll see what happens with him. I don't know the report yet, but it looked like he uh, pulled uh, maybe a hamstring or strained something from uh, the play they showed. But uh, they're the, big boys the big boys. Yeah. So uh, uh, Brody, I mean, uh, Vandy's twin brother, Morgan Riley had a goal and assist. So uh, anyone who looks at Vandy, uh, but uh, yeah, Tavares scored and, uh, <laughs> and Marner scored again. Um, and then Nylander's uh, red hot, but uh, John Tavares having a slight, uh, having a, a quite the start to the season so far, um, scored in three straight games. And uh, how old is he now? Uh, I think Tavares is is he thirty five now? Let's check here. Jesus, um, I would guess I'd still love him to be in a way like I still think that's been a good signing for them for the Leafs. He's good, man. He's a good player. Yeah, he is actually 33 years old, and he, uh, yeah, 33, and he's got, uh, is it 12 points on the season now? No, 11 points on the season now to start. That's good. Um, he's had a pretty good start to the year, and, um, you know, he's, he's he's moving and shaking as, as is. Matthew's got an assist, and uh, Tyler Pertuzzi scored uh, again, so that was uh, a pretty good. So all their big boys scored. Their depth, their depth players are doing their job and you know playing the the low amount low amount of minutes. They're still running the guys heavy, um, but but um, you should, yeah, you have to pay money for pay playoff hundred percent. That's what you pay a them. game like tonight too. You want to run the boys? Well, Absolutely. now they now they play that looks good. So they got the they got a free pass, I guess you could say, um, in the uh, down. Um, they, they play the uh, National Predators on Saturday night in Hockey Night in Canada, so you know they'll be at Tootsie's for sure. Um, this is the longest road trip for the Leafs, um, but uh, we'll see what happens there. They look, look looking pretty good so far. Um, it was a bit of a rough go, but um, yeah, they're not they're not doing too bad and. Uh, and some stick taps to a friend of the pod and Travis Hamannick, uh played his 800 NHL game tonight. So good on him. Um, Holy. Yeah, so Jesus. He, yeah. So he's, uh, he's moving and shaking. I know he's not been on the pod, but he's done some stuff for our podcast and, and whatnot. And uh, they played the Islanders tonight. So um, looks like someone got stretchered off in this game too. It was a pretty big hit. Yeah. See that guy in Boston. I don't know who it was. Hit the guy and they get knocked out in the air. Ludwig. Yes. Ludwig. Oh. Yeah. That was that was gross. 
It looks like Brandstrom got hurt. Buddy, I'm I'm telling you guys, come to a U18 game. Like it's fucking vicious, man. It's borderline violent. I know the NHL is way faster, and I'm not comparing that, but like, man, I'm like, how do you guys and you guys gotta go to school and work tomorrow? You should see how many hits Luke Ruptash makes in a hockey game. It's I watched the M Live game. Did you, he hit the one shift? He must have hit yeah. well, I don't know how many kids, five, six kids. Just boom, running around like, oh my god, you're just smoking everybody. <laughs> oh, that cracks me up. Yeah, he's uh just buzzing out there, right? So oh my god, is he a hey man, Ozzy. Ozzy not leading scorer? Yeah, he's having a good start, buddy. Yeah. Oh, keep right. it up, boys. Yeah, he's got his picture up at the Twilliger Arena there. So yeah, that's pretty cute, eh? I saw that. Uh, yeah, Ilya played there on Tuesday, Monday, and Tuesday night, and I'm just waiting for him. And I, mean, I don't even know how long I was there. I just noticed that somebody sent me a picture. I think last year, the year before. Yeah. No shit. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Like, like it's the season's been pretty good. Fighting's been up, so that's another good thing to look at. You know, we all like our fights. Uh, so fighting's up in the NHL. Uh, Jack guy fought again tonight. So um, you know, he, and he beat the piss out of this guy. So, um, but uh, yeah, no things are going. Pretty and he good. beat the piss out of Reeves. Yeah, he did. He did get Reeves. It was funny because Reeves the next day they asked him. Some stuff. It's like you had half more than half a game to go back at him. You never did. So he's just like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see when we play each other again. He knows where to find me, but um, uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that for sure. Yeah, Jets a big win for the Jets tonight. The Flyers still winning. Like they're uh, they're they're humming there. So early start for them. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, the Islanders pull off a win. So yeah, some good NHL games. Um, you know the in the. Uh, the Avalanche, their streak is done now, so they're uh, they lose to the the Penguins uh, for nothing. So, uh, so Vegas is the only team to uh, to be unbeaten right now in the NHL from the looks of it. But uh, Boston lost in overtime. But um, so the Bruins haven't lost in regulation yet. But we'll we'll see how that goes for them. And um, yeah, anything else you guys want to plug? There's one fan question here, just kind of some minor hockey stuff. Uh, you guys both can answer it. Is um, before we sign out, we're, at, at what point in the season, like, does a company coach, like a minor hockey coach, how many times can you go to a bag skate during a full season? Like, how many times can you use that card? Is there, is there a limit or is it doesn't really matter? I don't think it even happens anymore. Does it, Bosco? I haven't seen it. In, no, yeah, I don't think it's a thing. Yeah. Well, so maybe if, I'm if, wrong, I if I am to do it, it, it wouldn't be with my U13s. Okay. Or or U fifteens for that matter. I I wouldn't do it. Um, U eighteens. I wouldn't bag skate them for the full hour. But you know, wake up if they're constant, and it wouldn't be because of play. Yeah, it would be because they're late getting on the ice or late getting dressed, and it's a con- or you know stupid penalties after the whistle, penalties after the whistle, penalties on the power play, that kind of thing. Not and participating you, in like dry land training before practice, mm, before games. No. Uh, well, I don't. I'm no. We're, this is community house. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they, if they make it to the game, I'm loving it. I'm loving right? it because <laughs> they got jobs and yeah. you know they yeah. got jobs and girlfriend. 
if they make it to the game, I'm loving it. Yeah. But when they're there, you expect an hour. But um, even the at the, the club level, we... at the club level, I would we would probably do one a year where you just scare them, yeah. just to kind of bring them back. To, if they're on a ten game heater, or yeah. I, I don't know if I'd I'd skate them because they're losing. Yeah. I would I would probably implement more competitive drills, but to answer like even more Brody, why why would the this day and age with the drills as open as they are, you don't need you could work them mm-hmm. for yeah. hours, right? Secret yeah. bag home secret baggers. Correct. Right? Drills that are super fun, but they're yeah. <laughs> they're bagged. All right. Why do you why do you ask? Uh, not yeah, you, just... but I meant why did why did that come in? Um, cause it's been in the, this month, this parent has said, uh, he was saying that his son's been bag skated. Their team's been like bag skated four times in the month and they've won one game all month. Um, and, uh, and what, what, is it, what kind of level? That doesn't even matter actually. Yeah. Yeah. U, I know. U, U 15 double a level is what they're at. So they had, they had a game on a, on a Sunday, early Sunday. It was a, a ad game that was just quickly added, and but they had a schedule practice that night, so they gave they did they played the game, and then seven hours later they got bag skated because they lost the game. Like seven, oh like seven be better, yeah, be better human, be better coaches. <laughs> yeah. Like, come and, on, and man, you're bag they, skating. They've been bag skated twice, so it's actually th- three times in this month. And like, month's not over yet, so that's be wild, realistic. Start taking a, a report card of the of of what you have mm-hmm. compared yeah. to what you're playing against, and then determine your course of action. Yeah, it's a relative, right? Right? Like, okay, we got we got to start working on a counter pinch. Sorry, Brody, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, like we we got to start working on breakout. We got to start working on passing that kind of thing. Yeah, go ahead, Brody. Many different things to work. Ozzy's coach has more of uh, individual. I don't want to say them punish the standards, he calls it. So, like, he makes them do certain things leading up to game game preps. And if the individual forgets their pregame skate stuff or pregame, uh, like, running shoes to do a little workout before the game, they get they have to miss the first five minutes of a game. Or if they do a little yeah. book, if they, do, if they forget their book, if they forget a stick, if they don't bring a water bottle on the bench... There's a whole list of things, and they have to miss. I think it's five minutes of a game. It just holds them accountable. That's obviously not a bag skate based on. Like, if you're on a crappy team and you're losing, well, that doesn't make you crappy. That makes you in the wrong tier, and it's not your fault. So it's it's got to be relative as to what you can accomplish, right? Yeah, exactly. I coached CAC one year. We won two games the whole year. I'd show up to games thinking, "Oh, we're going to lose like sixteen to one today." <laughs> Yeah, really. Maybe you hold them to ten. You're like, great job, Bryce. Did unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's relative. Yeah, it's true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, take it. Look at the team you have. Mm-hmm. That's right. too bad. Okay, well, let's finish up on that uh, that note there, and uh, yeah, we'll look forward to a couple new interviews next week. But uh, you guys enjoy the weekend, and uh, maybe we'll do a podcast after the heritage classic. I don't know. We'll see where we're at, but, uh, so you got a game at eight o'clock. Okay. So, oh. so. so no, but it's a change game. This team oh. called me. And it's like, Hey, we got to change it. I'm like, sure. Why not? 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I changed the game, and one parent goes, we won't be there. Here to cut. Next thing you know, <laughs> I got three affiliates playing on Sunday. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know. Didn't even know. How about, can we talk about before we sign off? Come on, NHL. Sunday night game. Right. Think how many people are traveling here. Like, make it a Saturday night, a big event. People can think of the money that would have come into Edmonton. Like, Should've instead, you're going to have people traveling from, say, even Calgary. Sunday night, you're coming up. You got to drive right back so you can get to bed, so you can get to work in the morning. Like, how dumb is that? Do better than that. And now with betting and all that shit, more yeah. Canadians watch NFL football anyway. Yeah, you want to be in NFL too. Like, do I, get, I, I, I probably won't tune in. That's I will, right? Because I want to see maybe I'll know somebody in the crowd or whatever. But, but you'll flip back and forth. I would have yeah. done it Saturday night, six o'clock. Yeah, perfect. Boom. But no, that would make sense. Yes. Eight o'clock out east and, you know, six o'clock local time. And just when the lights are going out. You yeah. Know. Not, it's not, not nobody in Toronto watches eight us. seconds. It's not yeah. rocket science. Well, at least already right. playing that night. But, you know, but I understand they want it to be somewhat of a national game and, you know, have that. Well, then play the Leafs at two o'clock or noon yeah. or yeah. have them out west yeah, playing the eight o'clock game. Yeah. Or if it's a heritage classic, why not make it Hockey Day in Canada? Yeah, fucking right. Why do we have to have nine days, you know, yeah. one day of that? Like, make that day Hockey Day in Canada. Yeah. And that's Incorporate the minor that, hockey that, and all that shit. That's the like, one day that that game, one, like, all the Canadian teams play each other, but there's one game that gets outside. And every year you do it. Yeah. You just cycle through the Canadian teams. You won't have even numbers because odd number of Canadian teams, but every year. And, hey, it's supposed to be plus 10. It's gonna be Come awesome. on, really? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah well, it's supposed to warm up. Yeah. Doable. I'll and figure it out. They'll end up moving the game to 8 o'clock then, probably. <laughs> so, there you go. On Saturday, on Sunday night. But All right. Well, plus 3. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it could be. You never know. It's still a ways away, but uh, enjoy. You know, uh, be safe on those roads out there and uh roads have fun in calgary uh Andy, you know, good luck boys out of the rink and uh take care all the best to you guys be kind be humble